Camelback, it is good to be with you today. And, uh, you know, our, our, this has been such a different season for us. It's been such a different time. And uh, our, uh, our team has been doing an amazing job on Facebook every single day with our prayer time. We are headed into uh, the Easter week on yeah. Good Friday. I've got a small <laughs> message that I want to be sharing with our church family. I'm excited about that. And then Easter, the biggest day of the year for us that we had been planning uh, and our team had been planning and is just actually going to be very different than we originally thought. But I'm, I'm excited about that day because I'm, I'm seeing what, uh, what we're going to be doing and I know the message that I'll be sharing. It's just going to be a great time. Yes. But this also is so clear to us. Life often does not bring us what we are expecting. Yeah. So often in life, what comes at us is different than we were thinking. And this, the season that we're in, what we're going through is so different mm -hmm. than we thought. We never dreamed three weeks ago that we would be meeting and having yeah. our services like this. And so, which reminds me of even this past week mm -hmm. on Wednesday, you and I had our 25th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we just enjoyed that together. Our kids were actually planning a party which I didn't even know about, and yeah. uh, that was they started that um, time uh, weeks ago at least. And the more time went by, uh, I guess we begin. They began to recognize that it just was not going to happen. Yeah. And so our 25th wedding anniversary was going to be different than we originally planned. Which reminds me of 25 years ago, our wedding did not work no. out the way we planned. No, I think we made a real tactical mistake. <laughs> deciding to get married on April 1st. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you know, it's been, it's been interesting. That's always been interesting through the years. And it's yeah. been fun. But what I remember is that um, my dad, who came down from New York to Virginia to marry us, my mom and dad, and, and, um, and they stayed at the hotel in Virginia mm -hmm. there the night before. They got up the next morning and were heading to the church, except they were going the wrong direction. And so our wedding did not start for almost an hour late. Right. And, and, right. and of course, we didn't have cell phones, so we couldn't, we couldn't call them. And I thought for sure that they just decided yeah. not to come. And I actually remember um, making sure that we, had, we got up and made an announcement so people didn't leave. And, think and it, the important thing about your mom and dad not being there other than they wouldn't have been there is your dad was marrying us. Exactly, exactly. And then beyond that, we got to the airport the next morning only to find out that this wonderful honeymoon that we had purchased, airfare, resort, outside of the country, a great time for you and I together, we found out that our wedding was on Saturday, but on Friday, the company that ran the whole thing went bankrupt, yeah. and we got there only to realize we did not have a honeymoon any got longer. got to the airport, and there was a representative there, and yeah. they said... Nope. I, I, I remember it so clearly, and uh, which just points back to where we are. We, you and I are, we are at church, we are going through a, a storm. Yeah. Things come at us in life that we are not expecting. And there's a passage of scripture I want to look at and, and read with you, and Karen and I will just share about it. But I, I would almost turn to each one of us and say, where are you? Where are you in this crisis? What's affecting your life? As this crisis began to roll out, many of us were at different places because we all respond differently to crisis. Yeah. And some of us were in denial. Mm -hmm. 
this crisis was rolling out and we're thinking, well, that's in China or that's in, and, and it's probably not going to affect us more, much. And, and then as, as, as time began to go by, our lives all became more and more disrupted. And, um, and, and frankly, we, we begin to recognize this is serious. And we begin to give it the attention, really, that we ought to be giving it. And, uh, and some of us now, our lives are even at the point of, of stress because the, the truth of the matter is we really don't know where this is going. No. We're hoping for the best, and, and, and we have uh, um, our government and the administration is doing its best, and uh, we have a great medical team that's dealing with this nationally, but they're, they are even getting surprises. And, and some of us are, are staying at home and, uh, and dealing with that. Some of us are out of work and stressed about finances, and, and maybe you're not. Maybe you're working from home and your finances are good, and frankly, you, just, you, you can just be grateful for, for that in your life. But I, let me look at this passage of Scripture with you. Um, this, is, this is the story where Jesus calms the storm. And Matthew gives it to us, Mark gives it to us, and Luke gives it to us. I want to read it in Luke, actually. Uh, in verse 22, chapter 8, he starts out, he says, it says, one day he, meaning Jesus, and his disciples got in a boat. Let's cross the lake, he said, meaning Jesus. And in the King James Version, in the NIV, and in the Living Bible, it specifically has Jesus quoted as saying, let's go over to the other side. Mm -hmm. The Message Bible kind of makes it a little shorter here. Let's cross the lake. But the intent is real clear. And off they went. It was smooth sailing. And he fell asleep, meaning Jesus fell asleep. A terrific storm came up suddenly on the lake. Water poured in. And they were about to capsize. There's, there's real clarity here about the concern and about how much of a storm yeah. this is. They had obvious reason to be concerned. And the, the, the Bible refers to it here as a lake, but more often than not in Scripture, it's referred to as the Sea of Galilee because while this was a lake, it was a very large lake. And when you were out in the middle of this lake, it was clearly a sea. You couldn't even see the land. The Sea of Galilee actually... Uh, uh, in times of, of huge storms on the Sea of Galilee, waves 20 feet tall wow. are known to happen. So yeah. they, were, they were in a place of peril. Mm -hmm. And it says here, they, they woke Jesus up. This cracks me up because if, if I were one of the disciples there, I got to tell you where, where, I, where I would be on this. Because you know, these guys, several of them were experienced fishermen. They could handle a boat. Yeah. They could handle a storm. But they were clearly at the place where they said, we are going to drown. I got to tell you, if I were there, I'd be one of those guys and I'd be saying, I, I cannot believe he's asleep in the back of the boat. First of all, how could he sleep through this? And we're about to die, and he's asleep in the back of the boat. Yeah. And that's, that's just my perspective on the intensity. Well, he was asleep because he, he was at peace. You know, mm -hmm. he, he, knew that, he knew that everything was going to be okay. But, you know, it's oftentimes I see that, you know, when, when storms hit us, when life storms hit us, we get to that place where we think, God, where are you? Yeah. You know, you've lost control here, and, and I'm at the mercy of, of this storm, and, and I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless here. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the reality is, he controls the storm. And not only does he control the storm, he controls yeah. history, 
Um, he controls the history of the world, and he controls our destiny. So look what Luke says here. He says, getting to his feet, he told the wind, silence, and the waves, quiet down, and they did it. The lake became smooth as glass. So with two words, he told the waves that were, what, 20 feet high? He told them, quiet down, and they did. And he told the winds to silence, which is just one word, and they did. God is so amazing in that he controls, not only did he create the universe, he controls the universe, right? He controls every element. He controlled the wind and the waves with three words. Jesus missed nothing. And in our lives, there's nothing that happens in, in my life, there's nothing that happens in your life that he doesn't control. He's the author and the finisher of our life. And so we can be confident and trust in him that even in our storms, he is in control. In the middle of that storm, the lake was smooth as glass. 30 seconds prior, 20-foot waves. But now with just two words, the lake was smooth as glass. And the storm, um, he gave us peace. He gave them peace in the middle of the storm. And he does that in our lives too. He promises us, he doesn't promise us that there won't be a storm, but he promises us that he'll be with us mm -hmm. through the storm. And that peace that he gives us, it passes all understanding. We were never meant to understand that peace, mm -hmm. but he gives it to us and it's so good. Um, I was also thinking about Peter when, when, he was, when they were on the lake and Peter got out of the boat, when they saw Jesus coming and he got out of the boat and he was walking on water. I mean, he defied gravity, right? He was walking on water, but he was able to do that because his eyes were on Jesus. Mm -hmm. But once yeah. he took his eyes off Jesus and he started looking at the waves, that's when he sank. He took his focus off of Jesus. And so often we will do that too when we're in the middle of a storm. And that's when we become fearful. That's when we, we have anxiety. And I think, you know, we just need to remember to keep our focus on Jesus and, and we'll have peace in that storm. And I think about, you know, back... 25 years ago, when we were at that place where, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, but, you know, we were looking forward to a, a beautiful start to our marriage with a wonderful honeymoon, and we found ourselves in this place where we had no honeymoon, and I, to be quite honest, I was thinking, our, our marriage is doomed. <laughs> you know, the pastor didn't show up to marry us, we get to the, to the airport to leave, and we have no honeymoon, and we called our, our family, and we said, you know, can somebody come pick us up, and the thing that really, and our family, they came through for us in so many ways. And what I think about is oftentimes when we're in a storm, it reveals who we are. It reveals who, the, who we are at the depth of um, our personality and our heart and, and just what drives us. My brother-in-law, Cameron, he is a, he's a pilot for American Airlines, and he was not going to let us go without a honeymoon. And he arranged for us to have um, a first-class flight to, Grand, to the Grand Cayman Islands. He arranged a hotel for us. He basically was our travel agent and arranged this beautiful honeymoon for us. It was so much better than, than the honeymoon yeah. that we had, had uh, arranged for ourselves. Yep. And you know, God just really just blessed us in that moment. And um, then even this week with our, with our wedding anniversary, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't look good, right? We, you know, the kids wanted to throw us this beautiful party. But, oh my gosh, what they did for us mm -hmm. was so much better. I mean, a party would have been wonderful, but 
they provided for us this, this backyard, this back patio dinner. Um, they had flowers out there. They had pictures out there and candles. They served us this formal uh, dinner. We, you know, kind of like turned down service uh, for dinner. It was, it was just beautiful. Um, and we had that sweet time together where we were just able to remember yeah, and think back great. over the last 25 years. Um, yeah, and so, you know, maybe right now, you're in a, you're, you know, this storm for you, you're stuck at home, um, or maybe you're working, you know, you're, you're kind of working at home and you're working at your, at your job, um, but that's how we're doing it. We're kind of doing both, but when we are done working, you know, we go home and we're doing the right thing because we know that if we do the right thing in this moment, it will save lives, um, and so I would just say, you know, in this storm, let us just really trust God. Let us trust that he has... Um, our lives in his hand, and that um, we can just grow in him and grow in our faith and rest in him and that. It's so true. And then Jesus said to his disciples in verse 25, he just turned to them after he calmed the winds and calmed the waves, and it says that the water was like a sheet of glass. It was like a mirror, it says. Jesus turns to them, and he says, why can't you trust me? And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I could easily see myself in, in that situation. I could easily see myself being one of the disciples. There are times in life that, I, that, I, that we're going through life and, and, and I'm not totally trusting in him. And, 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 and I recognize it. And, and after, after we do, it seems for me, I see this best. I see him best in the rearview mirror. I see what he's accomplished. I see, I see the things that he's done when I stop and I look back and it's just so clear and that's when I, I recognize it. And it says here that, it says they were, absolute, they were in absolute awe. Yeah. Staggered and stammering, they said, who is this anyway? They'd been following Jesus. They'd watched him do miracles. They watched him transform lives and situations. And, and they were stunned by, by him calming this storm. And he calls out, he, they said, he calls out to the winds and the sea. And they do what he tells them. Yeah. And the way they're talking here, it's like they're saying, I'm, I'm not sure we really knew him. Yeah. And this is, they're saying, like, this is a whole other level. And recognizing that's who God is in our lives. You know, church, we can, we can recognize that God is in control yeah. and that we can trust him. As we are going through the storm, we can trust him. But the amazing thing about God is when it comes to storms, he never lets a storm go to waste. A storm with God is an invitation to get to know him even closer. And that is so much the key. We think we know him. We, th we think we have a level of trust with him, mm -hmm. and we do. Yeah. But it, it almost takes us to the place where we recognize who he is. This is the son of God who has a love for us and was so willing to lay his life down for us that it is such a big deal. So the storms of, of life they're going to come at us. And this is a real storm that we are in right now. There's no wind. There's no rain. There's no lightning. There's no thunder. Yeah. But coronavirus 
is a real storm mm -hmm. and our safety is our concern, our health is our concern, our relationships and our finances are, are all a concern. And yeah. so uh, it's, it's a big deal, yeah. it really is. And you know, those, those storms, they raise a storm within, within us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, an emotional storm. We, we saw it with the disciples. You know, they were in the boat, and the, the waves were coming, the, the, the storm was high, and they were screaming, Master, Master, you know, we're going to drown. Where are you? You're asleep. And, and so they reacted. They had that, that emotional response. They were fearful. And, and I think about, you know, about what we're going through. And we're going through a storm, and, and I don't know, maybe you have called out, you know, God, where are you? Why are you allowing this to happen? And, you know, I wouldn't... I've, I've had those thoughts, you know, because you know, we just don't understand. We don't understand his heart in, in those things. And, but I would say that even when we're going through a difficult time, even, you know, in this situation and, or in other storms, the struggle makes you stronger. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't waste the storm. He makes us stronger as we go through it and as we trust him to carry us, carry us through those storms. You know, we, we experience fear, we experience anxiety, we experience worry, and that's okay. You know, God gave us those emotions, and that's okay that we experience those. We just don't want to live there because that's not yeah. healthy, and that's not what he desires for us. And, you know, we also have spiritual storms as we're going through these, these situations. You know, we, we feel like we're losing hope, perhaps. And I talked about that a little bit yesterday in our, in our noon prayer time. And, yeah. and I would say, you know, if we are losing hope, that's because we've taken our eyes off Jesus. And so we just need to fix our eyes back on Jesus and not fall asleep in our faith in that way. We just need to be very intentional to grow stronger and to grow closer to him in those moments. Yeah. And, and in this invitation of the storm to draw closer to him, Peter, First um, Peter chapter 4 says this, friends, when life gets really difficult. And for many of us, that's where life is right now. When life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. We, we, are, we are taking part in the sufferings of Christ. Scripture talks about that often. This is, Peter goes on to say, this is a spiritual refining process with the glory just around the corner. In other words, through this difficult time, God is going to accomplish things that we never dreamed of. He's going to accomplish things in us that would have never been able to be accomplished had we not gone through this process. Because the reality is the future of this storm is unknown. Right. We don't know how long it's going to last. We, yeah. we're, we're hopeful and we're optimistic and we're praying for the best and we're doing all that we can to be yeah. safe and cautious. And, and we're pouring our lives into living this life of caution right now. And, and it may get worse before it gets better. Sure. But, but he's calling us and challenging us and encouraging us, trust me. I can be trusted. Trust me. And church, I would say this. It reminds me who he is, how much he absolutely loves us. Yeah. Just recently, I called Trisha and I said, Trisha, send me some more pictures. I, we are enjoying grandkids like never, <laughs> never before. And so she sent me more pictures of, of, of the grandkids. And, and I'm, I'm reminded when, when I'm looking at this whole, this whole concept of how much God loves me, when I pick up Blake, yeah. and, 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 I, and I just start messing with her, and I hold her in front of the mirror. We're, we're 
I'm, we're pretty particular about, about our, our English grammar. Yes. And I absolutely can't stand double negatives and double superlatives. But, but I keep calling Blake my, I keep telling Blake, Blake, you're the most bestest. And, and, and she, she just, because it, it's just the way I want to phrase it with her. Yeah. And it reminds me that God looks at us with a love beyond what we have the ability to comprehend and says to us, you are that important to me. Yeah. I laid my life down for you. You think so he calls us his most bestest too? Probably. He, he might. <laughs> that's, that's where we are, church. And as we, as we head through even this next week, Let's do, let's continue to do all that we're doing. We'll be reaching out in prayer on our prayer time. Uh, our Friday will be a, just a wonderful brief message that I just want to share with our church family. And we are headed towards Easter Sunday. My encouragement to all of us is even though we, are, we have physical distance between us, that in every single way that we connect virtually in all of our life groups, let's connect this week in all of our uh, groups that we, and our family members and your yeah. friends, let's connect more this week yeah. even than ever before. And let's look for God to do wonderful things as we head through this week and head to Easter Sunday and Good Friday. And let's invite more than we ever have right. and pour ourselves into letting the world around us and our friends and our family know who Jesus is yeah. and that he is in through this process he's inviting all of us yeah. into a closer deeper richer relationship yes. God we pray together that you would do that in our lives in the lives of our church family mm -hmm. and Lord I pray as we go through this week may we respond to the pursuit of your Holy Spirit in our lives to just come closer to you to trust you more, to watch you alive in this very storm in our lives as you calm the seas around us. Do it, we ask. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church family.